This week, Game Scoop is sponsored by Hymns. That's our new soundboard. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Game Scoop. I'm your host, Damon Hadfield. Joining me this week is Justin Davis. Scoop. Sam Claiborne. Why do we start with Justin? And Mark Medina. And the reason that we started with Justin, Sam, is that some people were very upset last week yep. that I didn't lead with Justin. They were very perturbed. But Mark is nearest to you. P- uh. GameScoop listeners are people of habit. Okay. They they want to. They're, they're it's a I'm, ritual. I'm glad you didn't say creatures of habit. All yeah. right. I think people that would be condescending. And yeah. people of good taste. Oh yeah. I'll be honest. I I was just coming in here to look for the broom. <laughs> and and got pulled onto this podcast. I don't know. That's some on? sort of a joke about this being the broom closet. Yeah. I think it, it was sure a good is. joke. I don't think we needed to shame him for that joke. I liked it. Thanks, Sam. <laughs> this is not. This is a good it's, size room. But it's seriously, the old podcast. Room. I do see you using the well, broom, and the whole office is carpeted, and I just think it's not working. Medina, I know, you actually I know. dated yourself because Columbia is actually the old podcast room. Oh. You're dating yourself, yeah. Justin, because the old yeah. podcast room is in another oh, city. And I'm, <laughs> I'm explaining to both of you, or to our audience, that Columbia is an office uh, that you can, or a, what would yeah. you call it? Office. It's a, a, conference, well, room. a conference, conference room. conference room that you could yeah. rent here in the office. Well, you don't have to rent it. You can just book it. <laughs> yeah, you have to book it. Sorry. Sam's like, oh, so many years. I'm going broke. You can broke. just book it, and Columbia's based off the video game, Bioshock Infinite. Mm-hmm. Bioshock Infinite, yeah. Uh, we got a great show oh. for you this week. The classic Bioshock Infinite sound. <laughs> are we gonna let? Is the, are we gonna still let Sam control the soundboard? I look. Sam, well, I moved closer to it. Sam is his own person. I can't. You know, I'm not in control of Sam. Mm-hmm. So that's true. Uh, we do have aha. <laughs> <laughs> we do have a great show for you this week. We're gonna talk about the Google Stadia. Mm-hmm. All of the stadiums. Well. Yeah. Okay. The Google Stevia. Really just the is one. what I've already seen But Stadia to is as. stadium plural. Yeah. Uh, also, a gigantic, uh, big anticipated gaming console has been delayed. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about that too. Oh, no. But first, quick reminder next week at PAX East, I will be there doing a Game Scoop panel with Brian Altano, uh, Seth Macy, and Sydney Goodman. That is next Thursday, March 28th, 1230 p.m. in the Albatross Theater. Is it going to be online later? I think they might stream it live. Mm. Wow. I have to double check that. Those um, are very funny people. That's going to be a good episode. Yeah. Yeah. This should be really, really fun. That's, uh, so if you're going to PAX East Thursday, definitely come and hang out with us. But uh, announced this morning, finally, after so much speculation, mm-hmm. rumor, mm-hmm. Google revealed its streaming service. It is called Google Stadia. Mm-hmm. So how would you describe it, this one, Damon? It is a video game streaming platform. That will allow you to, as I say, stream AAA games to anyone who has a Chrome browser. Any device that has a Chrome browser. Yeah, mm-hmm. so basically anything with a color screen. A high-quality right, gaming, they say, they're aiming for 4K at launch, 60 frames per second mm-hmm. on any device that you have. Assuming your internet can handle it and it's a 4K display, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they're in that. So yeah, anything that has a Chrome browser includes all mobile phones, all tablets, um, not other game consoles. Yeah, and then the hardware yes. they do have is a controller. Yeah. Uh, so that's, yeah. There's uh, a controller that... Um, and, it, and it's funny to see controllers 
that are being invented now because we've kind of come to a standstill on, mm -hmm. on controller development. It's this been. looks exactly like the Switch controller, which looks exactly like the Xbox controller, which looks like well, the people say that, but the, the last one, the analog sticks are aligned like the like the DualShock Four. That's true. Well, mm -hmm. right. I had to mix it up a little bit by stealing from someone else. <laughs> <laughs> I do prefer offset analog sticks, but sure. to Sam's point, that like controllers used to diverge wildly, mm -hmm. and true. like those days well, are pretty much over now. Like that's yeah. true. Now you get the four face buttons, the four shoulder buttons, and two analog sticks. And mm -hmm. well, if you consider the PlayStation 1 controller, the N64, and the Saturn, uh, clearly PlayStation 1. That's like more of the yeah. model of today's controller. Right, right. Yeah, that's yeah. actually a really good take. I mean, I think that especially the DualShock was... It, it allowed you to play games with 3D and cameras that you can move separately. And that's basically the big advance that we've stuck with from yeah. here on out. Mm -hmm. I also appreciate that certain genres, like FPS, by the way, like there's certain games doing its own thing, like Halo. But mm -hmm. for the most part, like even controls and some, like there can be games that I've never played in my life and I can pick it up and like, this is probably aim down sight. This is probably going to be mm -hmm. jump. This is yeah. probably going to be some sort of action button. Like, yeah. They still switch it up so much. Like they did show. switch it up Especially with. Especially across <laughs> Japanese and American. You get like Red Dead. You know, some yeah, games are exactly. really. Oh, Red Dead was. Yeah. Going from Assassin's Creed to Red Dead was so funny. Just yeah. jumping or punching your horse yep. or whatever, just constantly just screwing <laughs> up. Horses getting punched all the and time. And then the whole yeah. town's after you. Yep. And then it was unless it's Assassin's Creed, then what, nobody cares. What is the point of the Wild West if you can't punch your own horse? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then it was like Assassin's Creed Origins and God of War that decided now for this act, this melee action game, you're going to start using the triggers to attack. Yeah, it, it's funny. I switched them for both. Yeah, because I, I played Origins and I was like, I don't like this, and I switched it. And then when I played God of War, I was like, Oh, this is like OG Origins, and I, I switched that one too. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> Google saying, Stadia is fighting it. a yeah. competitor to uh, PS4, Xbox. Yeah, it is and not live. There's not a. I'm sorry. It's a competitor to OnLive and to OnLive. It is not a game console, but it there's no is box. A game streaming service, but it's going to give you, as they say, it'll give you access to high quality AAA gaming without a console. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with the asterisk that your internet speed has to support it. Right. That's true. Yeah. They uh, walked Dylan I mean, Cuthbert out there. Did you see that? Yeah, but it, like, it could be Fox. it could be like 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 they say it's twice as powerful or it's as powerful as a PS4 and Xbox One put together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's like you, now you can get high in theory higher quality gaming without a console. I like it's it. interesting. I think it's cool. Um, I think you know Sam's brought up many many times that much of America and the rest of the world is not going to have high enough internet speeds to support this, which like that's completely valid. Um, but there are never going to be fewer people that have fast internet than there are today. Tomorrow there will be more than there are today. Mm -hmm. And um, if there's Unless already there's some sort of apocalyptic event, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I should caveat that with like, well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Over that, that'll be we'll everyone's main concern. How am I going to game now? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the world yeah. is in ruin. But I think and that, also that irradiated to, water. <laughs> there's so many other systems that have tried to do this already, and Google is the biggest, and they can do it better. Yeah, they maybe. Have, but like that doesn't matter if if still most people can't use it. Well, and so but, being there first and being there big is like pretty good right now for them. But it looks really good. But like I don't I don't see why five years is going to make any difference for them like to make this work. But that's the point. But where I do disagree a little. It's you know you say it doesn't matter if most people can't use it. I'm like well, but they know like Google is a big company, a smart company, and they know that there's I'm going to make up a number, but they know that there's. 50 million households in America whose internet's fast enough and they know that in 10 years there'll be you know 60 or 70 million and then you extend that out to other countries in the world so I, like I'm completely sensitive to like if you watch that presentation and you'd said look my download speed's slow I can't use this like 
that's not great, but like we didn't level that same complaint at like Netflix when it introduced 4K streaming. That's that, or, uh, that's what I want to say. This is streaming these games is going to be like streaming Netflix. The the which power you can't do in the Midwest right the now. power of very the, well. Well, I, I disagree with that. I can do that at my sister's place in in Olathe, Kansas. But I had trouble doing that. Sure. And if you and you're, if, you're, you're, if you're doing any other thing, your family's in a little bit more of a rural area than yeah. where my sister lives. Mm-hmm. But you're like the the power of their data centers that's running the game isn't reliant on your internet connection. That they're, they're just they're just streaming that screen, the image to you. But they so. showed a graphic of their data center, your internet provider, and mm-hmm. you. Yeah. And it's the ISP that the internet provider is the problem. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing where they're just they're, there's a lot of like glossing over that that ISPs can't handle that right now. Mm-hmm. I guess I'd want to see like two TVs next to each other, seeing a Netflix movie being streamed in 4K mm-hmm. yeah. versus a blue or you know 4K Netflix Blu-ray. 4K is not 4K Blu-ray 4K. That's right, and so it's true. like it's 4K, but by the time it gets to you. What is it? My my bigger problem is not even graphics fidelity; it's latency. Um, mm-hmm. Sure, we, you know these have already existed for a while. GeForce Now and Shadow is really big, and uh, we have a guy here in the office that uses Shadow, and he says, "Oh, it's great." Who's that? When I can't, I can't rat him out. Okay. Why would? Well, how is that ratting him out? Is it shameful to be no, using? No. This? It's uh, Mike Quinn, one of our video editors, mm. uh, and he says like it's great here in the office, but like. Yeah. At home, maybe not so great, but no. that's because IGN has really good internet. The latency is a super real, like you're in a, like Damon, you and I just equated it to to streaming 4K on Netflix, mm-hmm. but where that does break down a little bit is like you have to then interact with that game and that's it true. still has to feel yeah, good. Yeah, once Netflix starts, you're yeah. good. It's not gonna, Nothing's going to change. Or even if it does stutter, like you get five minutes mm-hmm. in and you have to wait five seconds, like it doesn't feel great, but that's but, not that big a deal, but that's a much bigger problem right. in the context of The moment of like you pick up Call of Duty, game. And and it lags a little bit. Mm-hmm. You're going to put it down and get to the PS4 version. I think that that's why. I don't think it's a coincidence that that's why they showed off Assassin's Creed Odyssey. By the way, because I love that game to death. Mm-hmm. It's my. Uh, I'm thinking it might be my favorite game of last year. Hmm. But it is like a little bit slow, a little bit not sluggish. super twitchy. Yeah, it's not super twitchy, and yep. so it's a mm-hmm. you know it's an excellent game to demo on a streaming service like this versus something like I don't know like Apex. Legends. No matter how yeah. Google how big Google is, they're not gonna they're not gonna break the speed of light. And, and there's mm-hmm. there's actual problems with saying where your computer is doing the work versus where your controller is doing the inputs. That is an actual physical problem to overcome. That unless you are having those servers in your state. You are introducing, you know, very, very, very slight delays, doubled mm-hmm. because it has to go get calculated, come back to you at doubled at the very least. There's just no way to overcome that, and I we have never seen a time in which we're interacting with Twitch gaming remotely, and because you just have to set up infrastructure for that. And yeah. Google may want to do that for a lot of people, but they can't do it for everybody. But you don't even like Twitch gaming. <laughs> what does that mean? That's not the style of game that you enjoy Arcade personally. Games? Well, yeah, old school arcade games, yeah. yeah that's probably I mean, my I mean, if you play a platformer, that's good. Well, what you, you guys know, aren't thinking about though good. is that I, my, I love first person shooters, mm-hmm. and if first person shooters are messed up in single player, that is a problem. That is a big problem. Also, music games, rock bands, one of my favorite games of all time. That clearly just wouldn't even work. I'm, I'm supportive mm-hmm. of anybody that wants to share, you know, a different and more progressive and futuristic vision for the future of gaming, and uh, and I don't think that. I don't think it's an indictment of this service or it shouldn't exist if it doesn't work for everyone in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a really good tech take. But then there's another thing we're not talking about where this is the one of the world's largest corporations mm-hmm. and they are in it for money and not for art. Well, and everybody's I, in it, it for money. That's not true. 
there's a lot. There's plenty of developers that are in it for the art, and I respect that. And I think well, it's really cool on. to like, see, yeah. uh, like the companies that we talk about on this show every yeah. week are some of the biggest companies on earth, including Microsoft. Yeah, that's true. And I'm skeptical of their ability to set up an entire pay infrastructure and say this is how you're going to pay us to play video games from here on out. Hmm. I, th- I have the same skepticism about Disney and everybody else starting streaming services. I don't think we're going to be saving money in this scheme. Like mm. it's not going to happen. So you're you're blocking people out by technology, and then you're going to set this pricing scheme, which says like, you know, are, can you ever buy a used game again? No. So <laughs> most people in the United States buy used games. Like this is a serious problem that we're going to be facing, where everything can be set by a single very you know intent on making a profit corporation, and there's not going to be competition to like get stuff on that platform. That, that was something that I was kind of sad that they didn't go into it all was price point because it's like. You know, you buy a PS4 and that's it. That's your PS4. You're not paying. I mean, well, then you get PS Plus. Sure, but like if you're just going to play a single player game, and the PS4 also costs four hundred dollars. Yeah, it sure does. Big hurdle Uh, to get into. But once you have it, you have it, and then you're you're paying uh, for the games. Mm -hmm. Where you get something like we'll just go off Shadow. You still have to buy the games, and then it's thirty dollars a month to use. After Mm -hmm. a year. You've now caught up to way more than what a PS4 costs. It's like 500 bucks a year. You could have just bought a PS4 because you're still buying the games anyways. Uh, somebody on Twitter mentioned about how it's like, oh, I think the games would come with it. And I 100% no. think that that would be the case. That, that would be too much of a steal yeah. if every game was suddenly also free. My expectation is that there mm-hmm. will be an Xbox Game Pass style subscription service mm-hmm. that uh, you know may or may not support the big AAA third-party games from Ubisoft. Um, yeah, yeah, but certainly, you know, I uh, game preservation is important to me, and the ability to control your media. And I have a stack of games that I can turn into money if I want to is important to me. Mm-hmm. But you do have to buy the box. You know, you can you can play a game at a friend's house or read an iJam review to tell you if a PS4 is good or not. But it's kind of anti-consumer that you have to buy this four hundred dollar PlayStation box and this four hundred dollar Microsoft box and this three hundred dollar Switch box to play these video games compared to a vision of you can pay $0 and use the Chromecast that's already in your head, in your house. But you're paying um, monthly for the service. Yes, but that's yeah. a lot of months to you know total up the price of a game console. Yeah. If but it's $10, if it's $15 a month, you if know, it's, whatever If it it's a $400 yeah. console, that's how, how I, just, I just can't imagine it would be any less than than like 40 or 50 a month. Well, that's why I said like I think that's too much. I don't I don't think people yeah. would pay that. They pay that for one whole year of Xbox right. Live. Well, that's so, a PlayStation that's, for a year. That's what I'm saying though is like that's that's where I'm having trouble like seeing this vision become a reality is because this service somewhat already exists already with GeForce Now and Shadow mm-hmm. are the, this seems way better than those. But then it's also going to be cheaper. Well, that's Google, I, and I know it's Google. I know Google could. Uh, <laughs> that's afford, called dumping. <laughs> I was going to say Google could afford to uh, uh, spin this up at a loss, but that's called dumping, and it's illegal. Yeah, and at some Soundboard. point, <laughs> um, <laughs> and at some point, you know, it's no different than the cable that you have in your house now. Where like it's cheap for a year, you know, right? Yeah. But if Google's going to be in this business for a decade, you know, into perpetuity, like yeah. at some point they will have to make it profitable. I mean, I do wonder. I mean, Xbox has it figured out where they're doing Game Pass for ten bucks a month, which is mm-hmm. just like a steal. Yeah. So it's like obviously they they probably they probably have something figured out where it's like, hey, we can do this at a loss because in the long run we'll make money here mm-hmm. or there. I'm also just generally supportive. This is what I was talking about 
a few minutes ago. Um, just, just philosophically, like a vision, like the the technology that we use is informed by like how how it is that consumers are insisting that they what do they want it for, right? Like because of the the spread of Netflix and streaming content and other streaming platforms, that's forced ISPs to you know be faster sooner, um, mm-hmm. and that's that that. Uh, you know, it's like we've always seen video games and pornography, frankly, like moving internet and online technology forward and sort of dragging people along with this vision of like, here's what the future should be and what technology is capable of. Mm-hmm. And so in that sense, you know, Google, I think, is very well positioned to um, to to, you know, sort of force a vision of the future that I think, you know, will will have all these other like spillover benefits in different ways. Mm-hmm. I wonder how they're going to pay developers. That's yeah. That's another big question mark. Like I, I think the music industry is being completely ruined by the ind- internet. Like nobody gets paid to make music anymore, except for like the select few huge stars. There's no in between. You can get music for free, or you can get it uh, through Apple, and that's the sole shop. And if you sell stuff <coughs> on Apple, you don't really make money. You have to mm-hmm. sell it in such high volume. Um, it was so much better for artists, even especially when they could put out independent records, which they still can do, uh, to sell their own stuff and to uh, or sign a great record deal to make money off of their own stuff. Mm-hmm. And and game developers have that option right now. And there's great people that work at the indies. I've been talking to a lot of them over the last couple of days. And there's this whole thing right now about publishers and how much they, of a cut they take and mm-hmm. stuff. Right? Um, I think iTunes is the best example of like like how that can really become bad for artists. And I don't want to see that happen to games. So is that games is always kind of I, always, always is that the internet's that fault or is that consumers' yeah, right. fault? I don't know. But I would argue that iTunes was really good for musicians because mm-hmm. then independent musicians like myself all of a sudden could sell my music to anybody in the entire world. So it was the it was streaming that was bad. Streaming that was bad. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. And now people use Apple Music as more of a streaming platform probably than yeah. iTunes. But, but iTunes was a good step. Yeah. The music industry got to enjoy you know eighty years of forcing people to buy a record for the two yeah. songs they wanted I'm, that's the I end of my point <laughs> I definitely don't see it that way because there was singles and there was uh, yeah, yeah but and, and LPs should be good I'm sorry there's bad LPs out there but I don't buy them and I buy LPs every week yeah that's true I don't know this is a this is a a brave new world, maybe a scary new world. That uh, I just think it's just going to be, be, a, be a, a really corporate new world, and I, I think that like we're going to see cool stuff come out of this, and it'll be fun for us to try it out. But I think we're just going to see this like class separation in gamers, and there already is one. But there's still people that can buy an old console and play old games and, and get into the stuff, and I don't want to see that go away. I don't want there to be a, a such a bar to entry to playing games. You have to have the perfect internet. And you have to have a subscription fee, and that just yeah. doesn't seem like the world I want to live in. There's also just the fact that I think gamers are a little bit unique. Is that they buy this $400 box and they feel they love like they love it, mm-hmm. right? They feel they love mm-hmm. they feel like they're participating in like an ecosystem and a family. And so, like I think gamers like on some level bu- buying that hardware and knowing that I've invested in this and now for the next five to seven years this is like the home where I'm going to be doing all of my yeah, gaming. Yeah, will we see that community build? Yeah. Well, yeah. Are I people going to love Stadia that they, way? Like, they have a really know. interesting vision for community which um, I don't know how much Damon you want to devote the show to this but like we didn't even talk about any of its vision for community and online gaming. It's and like um, YouTube is just built into the Yep, it's really the idea of the console. Like everyone, uh, System. Mm-hmm. gamers sort of claim to hate always online, but I think what they hate is like when always online is there, like when it's not when you're not getting anything back from it, 
like it's only benefit to the developer for the DRM or for whatever reason. Like Google's presenting a really interesting vision for, you know, we know you're online because this is an only online service. Mm. And here's some interesting ways where that can manifest itself. Or like one person is sort of the commander on the battlefield that can see the screen of other people. Um, mm. That there's no processing cost or anything to seeing other people's views because because it's not actually rendering those pixels on your screen. You're mm-hmm. just sort of streaming their viewpoint. Like Same with like uploading stuff to YouTube. They were mm-hmm. saying like one computer is giving you the image while another computer is putting yeah. it on your YouTube exactly. that you can just save. And the sharing of the game states where like I got myself into this mm-hmm. situation yeah. in this game, you know, can you do better? <clears throat> or having people join your game in real time, like all that stuff. But that is, leads uh, me to believe that you're not going to be paying for individual games if you have the ability to just jump into mm-hmm. a game that someone else is playing yeah, that immediately. Yeah, that was something that was... That's I was point. a little weird about was when it said uh, when it was like uh, you see the trailer for Assassin's Creed Odyssey mm-hmm. and you you click a thing and in five seconds you're yeah. playing the game. It takes I mean, more than five seconds to type in credit card info to buy the game. So there's obviously yeah. something there that so it does make me think that maybe it is more like on live or something like that where it's like you're you're paying X dollars a month and these are the games we have right now. Yeah, I don't know. You know they they didn't. Rev- they didn't talk about many actual games. Mm-hmm. You know, they did have Doom Eternal on there. They announced first party studios, but we don't know how vast this their library is going to be when it launches. Ubisoft and id Software, which yeah. is you know, mm-hmm. Bethesda yeah. ultimately. So. Yeah. When they had all those icons at the beginning, which a lot of people are breaking those down, and they're like, "This is you know the little yeah. gray squares," and they're like, "This one is Red Dead. This one was something else." Like they were taking all the icons and putting them together, and it's like. This is definitely this game, and mm-hmm. so like they think that those are all like miniature. Teams. Yeah, we wrote that up. You can look up that. Uh, yeah. You Google that. Uh, it's really cool to see Jade Raymond be involved in this. She's mm-hmm. like one of you know gaming's foremost developers, and it's cool to see her at the top of that. And I mentioned earlier, Dylan Cuthbert was walked out to talk about some stuff, and uh, he he made the code for Star Fox, which is like some of the most impressive '90s code ever. Uh, and before that X. So mm-hmm. it's cool to see who they're associating with. He's still at Q Games, I think. So they're not hiring him, but and we know it's, to see that. it's launching this year. We don't know exactly when, and we don't know, once again, that price point. So. Yep. And it's going to be cross-platform, whatever that means, because obviously the other platforms have to say yes. Cross-platform so. play. And they kept on right. saying, oh, you'll hear more this summer. And they didn't yeah. say E3. Mm. But they said this summer. Yeah. There is a, a an empty spot. There's yeah. an empty spot on a <laughs> Monday night of E3. Yeah, and on the show floor, there's probably going to be some space yeah. that's just available. That's actually true. I don't know. It'll be very interesting to see how this develops uh, as we continue through 2019. Whoa. Anyone know that one? Uh, Super C, maybe. Is no, but it is a Konami game. I could tell it sounds very Contra-like. It's um, it's Metal Gear. Metal Gear. When you drop into Metal Gear at the beginning of the game. Yeah. See, these are like I love the original Metal Gear on NES, but I don't pick up on. I don't know it by heart well enough to pick up the music track. Mm. I feel asleep. <laughs> yeah. The truck has Some, started to move. Someone set us up the bomb. Uh, I mentioned another uh, hardware that's been delayed. Anyone know what I'm talking about? No, I'm probably, afraid. Probably something silly. The Atari VCS. Oh, oh really? It was delayed. Been, from it's not from, what? No, from this spring to <laughs> oh, late spring. late 2019. Yeah. Uh, they said the reason is to add new and improved tech to the console. Remember, this is the Atari VCS, the relaunch of the Atari hardware brand that was announced. I think of like two years ago now, maybe more. Mm. 
Uh, we still, so now it's coming late this year. We still don't know about distribution partners, what peripherals, what the UI looks like, games, what games are, what sort of. But didn't they already announce that it already had like fairly modern chipsets and stuff inside of it? Yeah, like, and it was going to play way more than just Atari games. Did I dream that? Or was I that? think yeah, you're right. And, and, and the big reveal was at GDC last year. Yeah, we we saw that's right. Yeah, then. we but had then Stadia. Uh, they saw some leak, and they're like, "We got to delay. We got to compete." Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the Atari VCS will be able to to stream Google Stadia. <laughs> That's right. And I remember talking about this now because we weren't even sure which version of like corporate Atari was making it just because yeah. the company's been split and sold and remade <clears throat> so many times. Infograms <laughs> yeah. is entertainment. Uh, and then, Sam, what's going on with the Intellivision? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think we're going to hear more about it this fall. This fall? Mm-hmm. Fall 2019. Yep. All right. Please be excited. This week's GameScoop is sponsored by Hims. Were you aware that 66% of men lose their hair by age 35? Fun fact, that's the same percentage of men who are being heckled by children on Fortnite right now, probably. That's so many, it is too many. None of us deserve that, but good news. Hims is here to help. With hair loss, not with Fortnite. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. Hims connects you with real doctors and medical-grade solutions to treat hair loss. With no waiting rooms and no awkward in-person office visits, 4hims.com can hook you up with well-known generic equivalents to name-brand prescriptions to help you keep your hair. Right now, GameScoop listeners can get a trial month of Hims for just $5 while supplies last. Restrictions apply. See website for full details. A pharmacy would charge you hundreds for that, but we've got the hookup for you because we like you. Go to 4hims.com slash GameScoop to get a trial month of Hims for $5. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash GameScoop. 4hims.com slash GameScoop. Anyone know this one? I'm going to go with a top-down shooter. <laughs> that is a Wolverine's level from X-Men Children of the Atom Whoa. in arcades. So I got Capcom right. Yep, that's true. Got to be honest with you. I thought we'd get a little bit little bit more uh, ground out of the uh, Atari VCS discussion, but <laughs> no one had much to say about that, so we're going to move on. Well, it's you know we had... We were clobbered by new information today. Mm. That's true. It's hard to keep the old information mm. in my brain. That's true. Well, then, let's check in with the listeners. Okay. Hey, listeners. Listeners, remember, you can re- always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com, just like Brett from Rising Sun, Maryland did. Whoa. it's a cool name. That's a cool name. I had no other idea there was a Rising Sun, Maryland. S-O-N? I also want to point out, by the way, that if we had known we were talking about the VCS, <laughs> we may have had a little <laughs> bit more to say. But I never give you a heads up. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I, I can start them. doing I, that. I found them. I've, listeners, I've been hitting keys a lot today, and you might not have heard the results. Because <laughs> <laughs> Damon has tried to hide from me the keys that he uses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're mapped to this uh, laptop keyboard here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can certainly start sharing the uh, tops with you. I thought some, sometimes <laughs> you like to come in fresh so you can react. Anyway, Brett from Rising Sun, Maryland says, GameScoop is easily the premier video game podcast on IGN or any other publication or service for that matter. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Brett. Agreed. I look forward to the show every week, see what you guys are up to and what news has recently broken across all platforms, like the Atari VCS. Mm-hmm. Your recent edition of the Name That Video Game Tune is great, and I've got a cool suggestion for a name for that segment, Game That Tune. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's yeah. go with that. I don't want to think about this anymore. Let's choose that one. Henceforth. <laughs> It's that segment is called Game That Tune. What if it's been taken by somebody else? 
Well, let's just yeah. let's just not look. Okay. So we don't know. All right. Uh, then le- we complete legal. ignorance. Legal, if you're listening, Your Honor, I didn't know that ga- that name was already taken. Go ahead and clear that name for us. Yep. <laughs> I'm sure they check every. They they exhaustively <laughs> comb through every podcast. Our legal department. Yeah. Can you imagine? I just uh, ordered 400 t-shirts. <laughs> Thanks for making my commute enjoyable. I've tried before, but never had my 20 questions game selected. I'd like to try again. I bet Sam could get this one. Now, this is a, a game that I would not normally pick, but Brett thinks Sam mm. could get it. Should we allow Sam a chance? But well, you guys can help, though, right? Is this like a separate, this is a special? Yeah, this would be a special. Okay, right, 10 can... questions. Speed round. Uh, oh boy. Okay, let the question begin. Is this from before 1990? Yes. Is this from before 1985? No. Did this game come out on NES? Yes. Uh, was this in arcades? Yes. Okay. This should be easy. Yeah. Um, uh, is this a Japanese game? Yes. Yeah. That's five. Do you shoot guns? Yes. <laughs> shoot hella guns. <laughs> uh, does this game have sequels? No. All right. Is this a Capcom game? No. Oh, I was thinking Capcom. Yeah. Mm. I was thinking 1942. Nice. I could have worked. Uh, is this a... Um, uh, is this a game where you're a person? Like, do you control a human? Uh, yes, uh, but so and um, uh, abstractly, <laughs> you do not have direct control over a human, but you do control what the human does and where the human goes. They're piloting a ship. Oh, do you control a vehicle? No. Oh, that's ten. I've led you astray. You control where they go and what they do- does, but not directly. What they does, yes. Yeah. Whatever, <laughs> <For sure>. Mark. <laughs> <For sure. laughs> wow, this is really confusing. Yeah, I don't know. Um, are we just gonna keep going? Brett, ten questions. Do you want me? Do you want to just give up? Uh, well, wanna... is this based on a license? No. Uh, and you said it didn't have sequels, right? No. Um, it's Japanese made. Is the company mm-hmm. still around? Oh yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> is it a Konami game? No. Whoa. Could be could be Nintendo. They were making arcade games back then. Yeah. Is it a Nintendo game? It is. Ah. Uh, it's also an arcade. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> but it's from a, uh, after eighty five. After eighty five. Mm-hmm. And it's on NES. Mm-hmm. So is it a sports game? No. Okay. That's fifteen. Oh. You asked if there's shooting in this, and there is a oh, whole yeah, heck of a lot of it. Hogan's Alley. But it may not be the kind of shooting you're thinking that of. That didn't come it, to arcade. Is this the third game in a series? It, no. Okay. I thought it was Donkey Kong 3. That's why. No. Right. That was earlier than 1985. You play as the ape, don't you? You shoot a whole lot of stuff in this. I, I mean, I only know like arm wrestling and punch out and stuff from that late Nintendo period. Wow. What could it be? And it was on NES also. Yes. <laughs> Stumped. Is, is that it? I don't have it. Light kind of games? Yeah, that's why I asked Hook and Sally. I don't know. Yeah, I'll give up. Oh, you guys got you guys got really close. All right. It was Gumshoe. Oh, Gumshoe. Uh, <laughs> light that gun came out game. In arcades? Yeah. All the, I mean, all this original. Like, I guess I could have asked if it was a light gun game to you. And black box games. Me. Or on NES, or on like on like Play Choice. There's just no Play Choice yeah. cabinet. Yeah. Uh, that's the game where it's like a private eye is trying to get across the screen, and you shoot him to make him jump. It's an auto runner, yeah. and you shoot him to make him jump. What year do you have for that? Eighty six. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. I thought that would have been like eighty four or something. No. Well, 
Cool. Thanks, Brett from one. Rising Sun, Maryland. Did you guys hear about, uh, so Star Tropics is on Nintendo Switch Online now, mm. and there's a problem with it. No, I hadn't heard, heard about this. So I've actually never beaten Star Tropics. I've only played it here Did in the office. Did they take the butts out from the Japanese version? <laughs> no, no. That's, all of the Star Tropics butts are still in there. So uh, what's the problem? <laughs> the problem is that in order to beat the game at the very, very end, uh, right, you have right. to get off oh, the island into, uh, to, to get the uh, submarine to launch. Mm-hmm. There's a code yeah. on a map that was included in the game box. What were they thinking? Reference. Now, when this game came to Virtual Console, yeah. in the online manual, that explained that mm-hmm. in there and gave you the little code. Yeah. That's not here in the Nintendo Switch Online, so you can't beat it unless you actually go like search for that somewhere. We got to get a wiki page up. That's yeah, really cool. Sam's got to yeah. go. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I saw a Star Tropics walkthrough as like a trending term in this one tool I used this week too. That's it funny. could be. Yeah, yeah. It, that game doesn't actually have any multiplayer in it or anything, does it? I don't think so. I thought all the Nintendo Online games had like online play, as like you know, like Boom Fight, like you mm. know, an online. Component. Uh, maybe they added something. If to they it, had multiplayer, know. then they'll put that in. Mm. But yeah, mm. that one doesn't. I don't pay for Nintendo Online right now. I have it. I'll check it out. Well, when it comes time to beat Star Tropics. I don't ever need to play Star Tropics again, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> it was cool. It came with a cloth map that you had to dip into water yeah. to reveal the code. How cool it's is that? Serious. It's the yeah. best feely. Yeah. <laughs> Total feely. Pretty good. Uh, let's share what we've been playing. Uh, Mark, can you share? Can you share what you've been playing? Uh, yeah, totally. Oh, uh, I've been okay. playing a ton of The Division 2. Oh, that's not what I was no. talking about. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I mean, you've been uh, playing something else. Can you share that? No. Okay. <laughs> Wait, when does this go up? Uh, I mean, let's just not risk it. No. Just don't risk it. <laughs> no. Division two. No, I've been playing Division two, and I'm trying to. I'm gonna try to beat Devil May Cry. But I went away this weekend, and you know how it is when you're playing through a single player game. You're like blasting through it, and mm-hmm. then you leave for like four days. Yeah. And so, ugh. yeah, it's not that bad. I uh, know. <laughs> if you like the game, it's not that bad. I know. I I like it enough. You don't like it enough, or you do? No, I do. I like it enough. Mm. But then, like last night, I only had a few hours. Would prefer to put on Division. Hmm. That's a good game. It's a fun game right there. So Division, do you like? Yeah. And did you like the first one? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I liked it a lot. So you're the audience for the Division. Okay. It. it <laughs> <laughs> I accept your challenge. <laughs> the game. What I like about Division. One thing I like about it is its environmental storytelling. Like mm. all the areas in the game, it's not just like generic apocalyptic city. Like there's mm-hmm. a lot of really interesting stuff going on block to block and. Mm. Uh, and then the lore of the game, the Division virus, happened at Christmas time, right? And so yeah. the first game was set right after Christmas. It was snowy New York City at Christmas time. But now, since that's when the world went to shit, now it's the following summer in DC, and there's like decayed, decrepit Christmas time. Yeah, there's still Christmas Now stuff still out in summer. And mm. I just think that's a really interesting like nod to continuity. Like someone actually stopped to think, like, okay, like if society broke down at this time of year and now it's six months later. Like all the who, old rundown. Who's like, going to take all the time to take all that yeah, stuff? Nobody. Like it's all, the, all the like Christmas Town is still up in front of uh, the White House and mm-hmm. a lot of really mm-hmm. interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's that. like Fallout. Like every fall, uh, it's always there's Halloween decorations everywhere mm-hmm. because yeah. the bomb shop in October. Yep. So are you playing the division, Justin? No, no, I stopped. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> I stopped right away. <laughs> but you started. Yeah. Okay. Wait, why'd you stop? No, I talked about it on the show last week. I don't want to disparage the game at all. Like, I completely understand all the praise it's getting, and it seems like a very good looter shooter, um, but that's just not the thing for me right now. Cool. Uh, Mark, the uh, bullet sponge humans don't bother you? They're not spongy no. in the sequel. So, I don't know. Well, also in this game, it, it, they did a better job. So in the first game, it was like, 
it was just like street people and mm-hmm. you know they're wearing a just sw- a dude, they're wearing a sweatshirt shoot him a thousand times <laughs> and this one is way more like organized military based so when a guy comes out and he's super spongy it's because he's wearing a bulletproof vest and stuff like that and so like as you're shooting him you're not really doing any damage and then you'll see his helmet like knock off and once his helmet's off that's it a couple of shots and he'll be dead mm. yeah yeah Little little stuff like that is so smart. Like the gameplay itself is like very similar, right? Mm-hmm. But they just contextualize it in a different way. And yeah, if you played the first one, you'll feel right at home with this one. But it, it feels more like yeah, like they thought about that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so the game plays the same, but they addressed it tonally. Gotcha. Do you like the world? Like the world building stuff? I think it's okay. Uh, it's it's post apocalyptic, but like I I prefer my post apocalyptic to be more like Fallout, where you go to a house and. And you're like, there's a table set, and you're like, yeah, family was about to eat dinner. Those are the people you're killing in this game. This is just like the scavengers are the people that you're trying to stop. (laughs) There's definitely some of that. The the game makes absolutely no effort to explain. uh, I mean, it's a sequel, so some of this is fair, but it does nothing to explain who you are or why you're doing what you're doing. Mm. It starts in Meteorez, and then it's like you got to get to Washington D.C. right now, and then like you get there, then it's like, hello, we're so glad you're here. We need your help, and I'm like, what agency am I working for? (laughs) Like, who am I? Like, it's you're insane. part of the division. Yeah, but what but, is the division? It doesn't even. There's right, not even like a right. prologue. That's a, the, well, Mark. The what is the one, division? Well, so the first one's like. Really I don't cool. want to hear about the first one. No, the, well, I'm gonna explain it. So in the first one, it's like it's like a firefighter. He <laughs> or aren't they working? There you go. There you go. That'll show me. And the first one, it's like it's like someone goes to like. They're like a firefighter, and they go to get in the truck, and their watch goes off. Uh, one was like they're playing with their kid, and their watch goes off. It was like a little a, division it was like a secret defense. And so it's showing you that, they, yeah, it's like you're part of this force that are called – it's like a draft, basically. Uh, and so Like first responders in the event of everything just going wrong. Yeah, so that's who you are. You're just a, a nameless person that like could have had a family, could have had a job, whatever – but the division called, and now that's it. You're part of that. So because they don't explain that in part two, because they only explain it in part one, it does kind of like leave you to yeah. You're just a well, they're faceless all, they're also human becoming being. like more mythical. Like they're not everywhere. They're not all over the city. Like in the mm-hmm. lore of the sequel, there's only a few division agents like left still standing, mm-hmm. and you're basically like super soldiers, but you're not. You're just an, I just I'm just a normal woman. Right, right. I don't know. It makes no sense. But it's cool. Uh, Sam, are you still playing Devil May Cry? Uh, I played a little bit more, but I went to our uh, – we're a partner in this, the Indie Mix last night. Mm-hmm. Played a bunch of games. There's a bunch of games there about animals. Uh, there's a cool game there called Calico, which I did not get to play, but I wanted to, which we ride a giant cat around in, and it's very cute. Uh, and then there's Is a that game, 3D or 2D game? Are uh, you a mouse? a 3D, 3D game. No, you're a, you're a girl. You're riding a cat? A giant cat. Oh, okay. Yeah, a giant Calico cat. It was amazing art style. It looks like Okami, but crazy. And what's the like genre? Crazy. Cat Crazy. Crazy. Cat writing simulator. My game. favorite. Uh, yeah. I think you have something to do with the Cat Cafe in it, too. Just oh. just so we're on the same page there. Uh, Goose Game looks uh, – Untitled Goose Game untitled still looks Goose amazing. Game. I watched yeah. some people play that. For it. But the game – I played some games, but the one I played a lot, probably the most and talked to, was actually somebody who uh, was produced by people that used to be in this building. Um, Sam Kennedy hmm. and James Milkey from uh, 1UP back in the day. They had a game there called Jupiter and Mars. And, VR uh, game? Uh, it, it, it you can play in VR, but I did not play okay. VR there. And it's a, it's a dolphin game. It's mm-hmm. a, a you know Echo the Dolphin like, oh, cool. um, but it has like really like neon kind of uh, sci-fi look. And you explore areas. It's like Metroid style. You can come back with new abilities and 
big kind of open uh, underwater areas, and it was you know I just started playing from the start, and I was totally drawn in. Hmm. It's really cool, good motion, nice. and it's neat because you are a dolphin like in first person, <laughs> but then there is a dolphin next to you yeah. that you like completely control also. So you're like a pair, I guess. And so it's like some of your actions have that dolphin like ram something to knock something down, but then some of them are you sending out sonar to like map out the area or whatever. Mm. It was great. And these are these are all upcoming indie games. That game's out in a month. Okay, cool. Yeah, mm. I'm trying to think of any other interesting ones, but that was probably the highlight of gameplay this week. And then we're going to play a bunch of Japanese indie games on uh, Wednesday of this yeah. week, which mm. we'll, we can report back on next week. It's going to be great. Cool. Mm. Justin, anything else that you're playing? I've been doing a lot of uh, board game scoop lately. Board game um, scoop. I, I dug back out uh, the Lord of the Rings card game, which is my favorite board game. Got some more plays of that in, and Marvel Legendary and the Arkham Horror living card game as well. Um, so going on a big card game binge right now and been organizing organizing them all is just as fun as actually playing the game. Getting it all sorted. <laughs> yeah, and I've been print, fun, right? printing off dividers, <clears throat> and I bought a laminator. Whoa. I'm going to laminate all the dividers to get everything all like arranged perfectly. <laughs> Whoa, it's so it's satisfying. It's like inventory management in a game. It's, it's totally that's, fun. That's, yeah. I do that with records and video games. Everything yeah. I collect is just it's great. It's great to reorganize and get Al- things looking Alphabetize good. them. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. And then uh, the video game I've been playing is I started the sequel to that JRPG I was playing last month. Trails um, in the Sky? Trails in the Sky. So the sequel is called Second Chapter SC. Trails in the Sky SC. Cool. Um, it's supposedly like 70 <laughs> plus hours long. Ooh. So goodness gracious, yeah. uh, you know, we're going to be hearing from me on that one for weeks and weeks. Are you guys going to play Sekiro on Friday? Uh, so I'm, I don't know. I'm, that game looks cool to me, but I don't, I'm not a Dark Souls or Bloodborne guy. So it's like, but I, it looks like that. It but like, looks just like there's enough. Of when it. I look at it, it just looks like a, a ninja yeah. action game. Yeah, See, you have an interesting cool. perspective yeah. where Damon, you love ninja games, yeah. but you're not as wild about souls likes. Yeah. So it's like, like well, I don't, so yeah, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, it has a grappling hook, which is like I mean, really appealing yeah. to me. Yeah. Like, frankly, like I've really liked games with grappling hooks on them. It yeah. makes it fun to traverse. I will at least give it a shot. Are you going to play it, Mark? Yeah. All Let's right. Move on. <laughs> uh, I've been playing something uh, that I missed when it first came out, but I always uh, I suspected it would be a Damien game, and it is a Damien game oh, nice. through and through. Let's see if you guys can guess it. This game was released in 2017. Mm-hmm. It was kickstarted. Okay, that's it. Uh, it was uh, a, a type of game that used to be very popular, but isn't anymore. So they had to kickstart a, a top it. Top down shooter. Bring this back. Not a top down shooter. A brawler. No. You've been playing a lot of Metroidvanias. Yeah, but this isn't that. It's a much Those are older, <laughs> older style game. Point and click. Hmm. Oh, you probably played a Thimbleweed Park. I've been playing Thimbleweed Park. Oh, yeah. I saw you playing it last night. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, well, I totally blanked. <laughs> After we talked about Maniac Mansion yep. and the music and Maniac Mansion stuff, that's great. Dude, Dude, to oh, be fair, I didn't Ron know Gilbert. Thimbleweed Park was Kickstarter. You just yeah. reminded mm-hmm. me. I keep meaning to give a shout out to, I bought this art book uh, from, I think Bitmap <clears throat> Books make it. Ooh, I hope that's right. Uh, the Art of Point and Click Adventure Games. Like going mm. all all the way back, and it is incredible. Like it's mm. one of the you best. Can spread those like panoramas. Yeah, out, right. So it's like corner to corner. I yeah. almost said screen to screen for a physical mm. book, but like corner to corner screenshots of like you know Monkey Island and all these old games, and they have interviews with all the creators. Some of which are you know getting up there in age. I mean, That's obviously great. like uh, Tim Schafer's younger, but some of the other ones are older. Mm. And so it's Run good to like it's good to talk to them about the inception of the point and click genre. And then you know Thimbleweed Park is it goes chronologically, and then it's then in there at the end of the book. Man, this, this is brand little, new. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. That sounds mm. perfect. Yeah, it's a, it's an amazing book, and I keep meaning to give it a shout-out on Gamescube. So. Cool. Sorry yeah. to interrupt. Mission accomplished. I've really been enjoying The Bullied Park. This is from Ron Gilbert, the guy who made yep. Maniac Mansion, one of, one of the key guys in Maniac Mansion. And it's uh, it's that type of point-and-click adventure game, even visually. Did you play Broken Age? 
I played Broken Age, yeah. yeah I like so, Broken Age. Yeah, but that's that feels like a more modernization. It's a, a new modern, take. Yeah. A modern take the on it. This is like so good in that game. meant to, to look... Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, they describe it as it's meant to play like you remember those games playing in your mind because they can be very clunky and obtuse. Sure. It's, it's much, more, it, much yeah. more playable, but it's very funny. It's very witty. Uh, you, there's multiple playable characters just like there was in Maniac Mansion. One of them is a young girl who's an aspiring game designer mm-hmm. and she wants to get a job at the the a most famous maker of adventure games, Mucus Flim. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, so yeah, I've been playing Thimbleweed Park. It's like seven bucks on PS4 right now. So I think it just got ported to Switch. Too. It is on Switch now too, uh, but it's the full price on 20 bucks on there. <laughs> Uh, and that brings us to the real video game twenty questions. Unless you can game that game that tune, um, I it's, it's not from a game we mentioned already. M- maybe it is. Dude, is it just game- for Metal Gear. <laughs> That's the game over music from Metal Gear. I was Gear. gonna say game that tune drives me insane because I recognize them all, but not I can't place <laughs> a name to them. Um, I, I I vaguely know that. Do they use that tune in other metal? I don't think so. There's always. I mean, when Snake the, dies in Metal Gear Solid, they, they start shouting, shouting Snake. Snake! Yeah. Time paradox. Oh, that's the dun 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 dun. Yeah, dun, 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 dun. That yeah that's with, what it is. That started with Solid, though. Yeah, this is so, the original Metal Gear. And that didn't have any elements of that in it? No. Can we hear it again? Okay, once again. It's got a similar vibe going. Oh, we should go back to d- that. Different melody. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, (laughs) I know, it's really good. Uh, Our suggestion this week, our video game 20 question suggestion comes from Brant Hurley in Pocatello, Idaho. Okay, don't screw us over. Let the questioning begin. Whoa. Did this game come out before uh, 1990? Uh, Nope. Did it come out after 2000? Yes. January 1st, 2000? Yes. Uh, Whole decade's gone. Yep. Did this game come out on an optical-based media? Yes. Uh, was this game developed in America? No. Uh, does this game have... Is the series still running? Is This series is not still running, no. That's five. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Um, was this game developed in Japan? Yes. Okay. Does this have a realistic art style? No. I feel like I need, we need to narrow down time frame because we're only after 2000 right now. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Is this okay. game uh, an HD game? No. Is this a handheld game? No. We're in real trouble here. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, it's optical-based media. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. We it's not eliminated P- PSP. It's not PSP. <laughs> um, yeah, that was my bad. Is this published by... Uh, uh, Developer that uh, has conferences at E3? Yes. Ooh. That's 10. So it's got to be, what well, doesn't got to be? first party game? Yes. First party. Was this game developed by Sony? No. Oh. <laughs> same question, Microsoft? No, it's J- Japanese. Oh, yeah. Same. Well, it's, so it's, so it's got to be, be Japanese. Well, but it's first party. Yeah. Is Nintendo the first party? Hold on. Is this a Nintendo game? Yes, it's a Nintendo game. <laughs> So, uh, no, I, it's probably, that means it's probably GameCube? It's gotta be. Or Wii. Well, yeah, Wii's, not, Wii's not HD. So it's Wii. <laughs> <laughs> Could be Got Wii. that dig in. Wait, so it's an HD game? 
Not no, HD. it's not an HD. Not an HD. So it could be Wii GameCube or Wii because Wii's not. Is HD. this a GameCube game? Yes. Oh. Uh, yeah. Man, that that <laughs> was a walk. Six questions to go. Wait, wait, wait. Let's be smart about this. There's no way to do that. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. But we said it was first party, right? It's first yeah, party it's game. a first party GameCube game. Right, so, so it's, uh, it's Mario Sunshine. So is this? <laughs> does this game? Well, it, the series is not around anymore. Oh, that's the one big looper. so no Pick, Mario, no could Zelda. Be, could be Pikmin. The, I mean, that series it's a stretch. Is yeah, but is it? I mean, it I is. want it to be. <laughs> it is. In my heart, it is. What if it's um, Battalion Wars? <sighs> yeah, that's a good guess. Uh, or Hey You Pikachu. No, that was 64. Um, and, and Pokemon's still around, so I don't know if Damon would give us that one. Also, wait War- a minute. WarioWare. Weird ones. Could be a Nintendo yeah. 64 game. A very yeah, it's late an optical. It's an optical-based oh, game. Oh, it's got to be a disc. 64DD. Yeah. <laughs> that one Zelda game. <laughs> I, think, I think all the sports franchises have come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously Smash. Oh, man. Luigi's, uh, Luigi's, does Luigi's Mansion still count as around? Yeah, that's Should we around. ask the Smash Brothers question? But that's... The, oh, I, I see what you're saying. Are any of the characters that star in this game playable fighters in Super Smash Brothers? Yes. F-Zero. That's 15. Oh, it's a good one. It's F-Zero X, except that wasn't Nintendo-made. That was Sega-made. I mean, Yeah, I but, he said, but remember, he's like Nintendo. Okay. Published it. Would be F-Zero It is a Nintendo GX, game. Yeah. Could be Star Fox Adventure. Could be F-Zero... Yeah, F Zero is a really good one. I only got five questions, though. I don't want to be smart about it. You don't want to be smart about it. Yeah, I'm going to be. Do you pilot a vehicle in this game? <laughs> you do not pilot. pilot oh boy! That eliminates Star so, Fox, and, but yeah. not Star Fox Adventure. Wait, do you ever drive the uh, R one? <clears throat> yeah, uh, maybe not. I don't I can't remember. No, nobody remembers. I, but I, 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 I actually I feel like you guys need some help. I just want to say this series is around. It is not around anymore, but that doesn't mean it doesn't star famous characters oh, that still are. So just keep that in mind. You're, you're trying oh, okay. to think of characters that aren't around anymore. Yeah. No, you said it's no, a playable no. character. Like, I'm, I've been trying to think of, like, you know, Luigi's Mansion, like, so what, what's some Mario spinoff franchise that was around in the GameCube era that is not around anymore? Uh, there's, there's Metroid Prime. Mm-hmm. I guess that's, that still counts as around because they announced a sequel. Yep. Yeah. Uh, is this a game that's a Mushroom Kingdom set game? No. Was <laughs> I Delphina cat? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what about Donkey Konga? Dude, I love Donkey Konga. This is Donkey, uh, Donkey Kong Jungle Beat. Yeah, Jungle yeah. Beat. I mean, yeah, I guess I meant that, yeah. Um, you, we can ask. But, but that, that counts as Mario Kingdom. It's got Donkey Kong in it. I don't think, I don't I don't know what to call those kingdoms. Would you say that Donkey Kong and Mario are in the, the same kingdom? That doesn't count as no. a question. I understand, I understand. Uh, the Donkey Kong Country games are not in the M- Mushroom Kingdom. Do you play this game with bongo drums? Yes. Is it Donkey Kong Jungle Beat? No. Are you sure you want to? Is it Donkey? Is it Donkey? We still have one more question. We still have one more question. Nail it down even more. Because there's Donkey Konga and Donkey Konga too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but we only get. (laughs) Is this game a sequel? No. Why would you ask? Why would you sequel? So now it's just Donkey Kong. It's got to be. It could be Donkey Kong Jungle Beat. You didn't no. help us eliminate the one thing we could have done. We could have you just asked, asked the exact. <laughs> Isn't that one a sequel? No. Oh, well, there's Donkey Kong Konga and Donkey Kong Konga Two, but then there's Donkey Kong Jungle Beat, a platformer. It's probably Donkey Konga. It probably Cause, is because Damon was being nice to us. But if you it's control, not Donkey Konga, can we use the clues we have to put this back together? No. <laughs> no, because in Donkey Konga, do you ever pilot a vehicle? Uh, <laughs> no, no. It's just a rhythm game. But what do you control? I don't know. Bungo drums. Yeah. And is Donkey Kong in it? 
Yeah, he's hella. Maybe it's just Funky Kong. I've never played that game. Dude, I played a lot. I had. I played a lot. Of I played Jungle Kong. Beat a lot. I didn't play any. Is it? Donkey is it Donkey Kong? Konga? Yes, Woo! it is Donkey Konga on the twentieth question. Mark walks away unscathed. <laughs> Donkey Konga, <laughs> developed by Namco, because it's actually a Taiko Drum Master game, just yeah. with the Donkey Kong skin. Oye, como va? Is that in it? Yeah, yeah. I think, and I think Louis Louis is in it too, actually, yeah. which we heard from Dude, California Games I last know, week. You, like, wow. I, it, it's never come up in this show, but I actually, oh, I know a lot about Donkey Konga and play it a lot. I need to find like a like a, a game, a winning little jingle that I can play when you guys get it right. I liked it so much, what I bought got? a second. No, well, no, that's pretty no. good. Those are just, no. <laughs> there it is. No, hold on. Now you're like, settle down, settle down, settle down. I bought a, I bought a second set of conga drums so that me and my girlfriend, who I'm now married to, we used to play Donkey Konga a lot together when we were in college. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> listeners, correct me if I'm wrong. I do not think the Donkey Kong Country games take place in the Mushroom Kingdom. I've never thought those about those games. Well, if we would have lost this, I would have argued with you on that one. <laughs> yeah, that's actually, that's some good, like, that's some good Nintendo lore there. Like, the yeah. Mario lore of the, the the Donkey Kong Country games versus the Nintendo games. Does Mario Sunshine take place in the Mushroom Kingdom? Yes. <laughs> it's got Bowser It Jr. takes place on Isle Delfina. That's fine. That's far away from the Mushroom Kingdom. Uh, did, would, did we get a spoiler about that in Odyssey? Like, is that one of the lands that he, like, flies over? What if we would have asked, does this, is this t- take place in the Mario universe? What would you have said? He said no. I would say no. Yeah, I didn't say it. Mushroom Kingdom. But I would still say no. Like, so what, but, but it what actual, is the Mario universe, then? Yeah. Exactly. Well, but in the Mario universe, you know, Mario and Donkey Kong are together a lot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And yes, Cranky Kong it's is the original Donkey Kong. Yeah. But it's even, it's a different Donkey Kong. Even He has, has a different art style in like the Mario versus Donkey Kong But he's game. got the same tie. He does have the same tie. <laughs> <laughs> but like the the Donkey Kong in Donkey Kong 94, like it just it looks totally different from well, Donkey Kong Country. But that's, just, but, that but that's like New Cranky York City, Kong. isn't that just Earth? Well, you go to all different places. Yeah. And then but, in Mario Odyssey, uh, Donkey Kong and Pauline are both in it. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's part of the same universe. This game, Donkey Konga, is part of the same universe? I think Pauline is what actually ties it all together. Also, they all race in carts together. That's true. And fight each other. That's true. I think we got this in 19 questions. And play tennis (laughs) together. (laughs) Uh, Are the Smash Brothers games in the Mushroom Kingdom? No, the canon of Smash Brothers is that you're a child playing with toys. Mm -hmm. And they're they're having the toys fight together. You're a child with just a heck of a lot of toys. And that's why the final boss is Master Hand. Gotcha. Gotcha. They they completely dropped that aspect of the lore after the first Smash Brothers, but if you go watch the very original opening of the original Smash Brothers, it's like a kid opening his toy box. Mm. Mm. That's why there's those little trophies, too. Well, thank you for the suggestion. Brant Hurley in Pocatello, Idaho. Uh, yes. Listeners, if you have your own video game 20 questions, suggestions, or questions for us, email them to gamescoop at IGN.com. If you're going to PAX East next week, make sure to come to our panel March 28th, Thursday, 12.30 p.m. in the Albatross studio. That is all the scoops that we have for you this week. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Mark. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop, and we're out.
Yeah.